there was an idea that two nerdy pastors would come together and geek out about the things they love. Welcome to the Pastors Assemble Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Pastors Assemble Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Coco, the Subpar Summoner, and back with me once again this week is my buddy, Sinister Minister. David, how you doing, man? I am wiped out, but good. All right, well, let's get right into it. Uh, part of the reason you're wiped out, not all of it, because you've got a million other things going on, but you went to Disney World last week. I went to Disney World and Universal uh, with our high school county band or county high school band. Uh, we only have one high school in our county. I was a chaperone. My wife and I uh, went along with the high school band and had a blast in Disney World and in Universal. Uh, so much fun. Yeah. So you said you wanted to talk about a couple of things you experienced. You want to yes. tell us about those? All right. So I, I enjoy roller coasters. Uh, my whole family does. And I enjoy rides. There was one ride in particular that is going to stand out for me as like the pinnacle of experiences. Uh, Disney World, the Hollywood Studios, they have a new ride this year, the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And when we get there, um, we knew that the line was going to be long. The Fast Passes or Lightning Lane, whatever it's called, they sold out in 18 seconds. And what that is, is, hey, for 15 bucks, you can pay to skip the line. And they sell a limited number of these. I wasn't about to buy one of these because, you know, hey, we're here. It's a trip. Let's just enjoy it. And uh, the band director and the rest of the band staff decide, you know, hey, we're all in on Star Wars. We're going to go. We're going to do this thing, even though it's a three-hour wait. Now, I'm there. There's the Millennium Falcon and, and taking pictures. And everything's just beautiful and awesome. But I'm not about to wait in line three hours for a ride we go and do some other things and uh keep texting back with the band director and he's like hey uh it's up to four hours it broke down oh now it's five hours it broke down six hours for them to get on the roller coaster we're not roller coaster ride and i asked them afterwards was it worth it and every one of them said yes wow. the wait was worth it towards the end of the day um my wife and I are looking at the clock. We've got our daughter with us and we decide, you know, we can go do this ride or we can do ride uh, rise of the resistance. It'll be the last thing we do. We've got about three hours until we need to meet. So we go and hop in line. Uh, the ride is a 20 minute ride. Uh, so it's not a short ride. Uh, it took us about two hours to get through. And there was a family that was from, uh, like, 40 minutes away from us that just happened to be in line with us. So it was cool meeting them and talking to them. There's always people you know or don't know, but people from your area in Florida. At any rate, we enjoyed the conversation. Our line kept going and we got on board and this thing was amazing. It was, I, I can't explain it in any other words, but it's an experience. If you've done any of the other rides, like the, the rides at Universal, for instance, several of them are. You get in and you have a 3D experience, and they're kind of cool, but you never really move. Um, you never get out of your seat or anything like this. There are multiple stages to Rise of the Resistance. The animatronics, the 3D effects they used, and the video displays they used were so 
I felt like I was in a Star Wars movie, and there's no other way to describe it than that. It was just the coolest. That so awesome. go to Hollywood Studios. Uh, for me, that's like 12 hours away, 14 hours away. Spend whatever amount of money it is to go to Dolly, uh, to um, Hollywood Studios and then wait in the three-hour-plus line, and it's worth it. Yeah, I've heard everyone that I've heard from that has been there and seen the Star Wars area and all that stuff has just raved about how awesome it is. So Yeah, the Star Wars area is cool. Um, and I've heard Rise of the Resistance is, is spectacular. A really cool experience. So so amazing. I mean, That's awesome. you have a lightsaber come through the ceiling at one point, and you are just certain that, um, that a character is about to drop down in front of you. Um, I don't want to give anything away if you haven't ridden it. Uh, but if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It It was so amazing. The other uh, really crazy, awesome uh, experience uh, ride that we had was over in Universal, the Velocicoaster uh, from Jurassic World. That was just a lot of fun. Uh, very, yep. very fun uh, ride. And, of course, all of the Harry Potter stuff is just, they do such a good job of making that world come to life there. Um, the way it's hidden in the park. Um, if you don't know, you go through, well, one of the parks, um, I think Islands of Adventure, maybe? Uh, the parks are right next to each other, the Universal Parks. Anyway, there's a wall, uh, and you kind of walk behind the wall, and all of a sudden, there's another wall, and you go through that wall, and you're, you're in uh, um, Diagon Alley, and it's just so cool. Uh, the experience, yeah, awesome. the... Everything is just top-notch there. I enjoyed it tons. Now I need there to be a, a Marvel Universe area. Stark Tower uh, or something. I, I need this to happen. I need this to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be only a matter of a time, right? Like, I mean, they own, they own the stuff. Well, like, it's weird because some of the Marvel stuff... Uh, well, I guess some of the Sony stuff is at Universal Studios. Like they've got the Spider-Man rides there. There is a uh, a Marvel section at uh, Universal. There's a comic book shop at Universal. Uh, they only had, if I remember correctly, they only had X Factor comics. Um, but and it was still cool. Uh, there was an awesome Venom Pool statue I wanted to get. I didn't buy anything like that. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's a lot of Fantastic Four stuff there at Universal. Mm-hmm. I w- and there's a Hulk roller coaster, but I want like a Marvel-based theme park. Uh, like I'll, I'll, I don't know, play off of uh, the Steve Rogers, uh, the musical, and that would be so much fun to me. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, like a you know, make make it a Avengers Assemble themed area, and it would just be awesome run into the different uh the different members of the avengers uh in, in the in the park area through rides that would be so much fun so much yeah. fun yeah for sure so at six flies over texas which is our uh-huh. big theme park here uh they have they're either owned by or have a relationship with warner brothers so yes. like when i was growing up there's a whole like the kids area is all Looney Tunes themed. Yep. It's you know there's the Road Runners Runaway whatever and Bugs is whatever and Daffy whatever whatever. And like there was people dressed up, you know, like Disneyland has Disney World and Disneyland have Mickey and all of them walking around. 
Six Flags has, you know, the Looney Tunes characters walking around. Yes. Uh, but so when Warner bought DC Comics, or mm-hmm. the DC properties to make movies or whatever, they started adding that kind of stuff at Six Flags as well. And so now Six Flags right. has, it used to just be like they had some DC rides, but now where those rides are is called the Gotham City area of yes. Six Flags. And they have like the entrance to one of the rides looks like the Ace Chemicals factory and one <laughs> of the, you know, there's a Batmobile sitting out in the middle of the thing. And the rides that were in that section that were not DC themed, they've now renamed to be DC themed as well. So there's right. a Mr. Freeze ride, a Joker ride, a Batman ride, a Riddler ride, you know, all that kind of stuff. One of the so, first roller coasters I've rode was the Batman in uh, Six Flags over St. Louis. Um, oh, yeah. It, it might have been the second roller coaster that I rode. I, I loved it. But yeah, back in the 90s, um, Warner Brothers or Time Warner, or whoever it was, they bought Six Flags. And so there was that connection with all the lo- classic Looney Tunes and um, the Warner Brothers films at the time. And we've got a oh, Six Flags here in Kentucky, actually in Louisville, uh, Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, it's not near as themed as the other parks, uh, but still, I love a good roller coaster. Yeah, I do too. It's been a long time since I've been on one, but I, I enjoy a good coaster for sure. All righty. Roller so, coasters. Uh, have yeah. you watched any of the craziness that is Moon Knight yet? That, that I have. I've watched, I've watched the first <laughs> two episodes. I was wondering if you had, because I know you were <laughs> yes. on and then you were busy. I didn't know if y'all had a chance to to catch it yet. So, so I downloaded the first episode for our, our trip on the way uh, to, because we rode on a tour bus with the band, which I do not recommend. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting old, too old to ride on a tour bus overnight. Uh, or a passenger charter bus, I guess. Not a tour bus, but a charter My bus. My only charter bus band trip was to San Antonio, which was only about three hours away. So your oh, trip no, was we, significantly more than that. So We left <laughs> at one in the afternoon and drove straight through. Uh, about 6 a.m. we got up and uh, um, we were down in Florida at that point And we, we stopped and changed at, and freshened up at a, at a uh, rest stop. And then went straight to the park. We didn't get to the uh, hotel until that night around 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, but at any rate, I thought ahead to download Moon Knight uh, through Disney Plus on my iPad. And yeah. I did not know this, but I can hook, apparently anybody can do this, but I, I've never tried it before. You can hook <laughs> two Bluetooth headsets up to one iPad uh, through the oh, share. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. So my wife and I were at first we both have a, a single uh, uh, AirPod in, and we're watching. It's really really hard to hear. And yeah. then I, I I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I Google, is there a way to do this? And sure enough, there is on, on iPads or even on uh, Android tablets. So um, I I had uh, my Bluetooth uh, set. Actually, I had two Bluetooth sets with me. So I gave one to my wife, and I had one, and. Then we watched, and it was, oh, I enjoyed Moon Knight immensely. It was fun. Yeah, I, I'm i enjoying it so far. It's uh, Bonkers? You know, Bonkers? It's, it is. I mean, that's, it was to be expected, honestly. Or I expected it had the potential to be. Uh, Oscar Isaac is so good. Like, he's mm-hmm. just, he's such a good actor, man. He's, yeah. like, 
I believe that he's two different people when I'm watching him, and it's just it's trippy to to see him. Uh, and you know he, I was listening to Dan and Rich's podcast because they've been talking about it, which mm-hmm. I haven't finished the newest one, but I've listened to them talk about the first episode. And you know, Rich is from across the pond, and he was just talking about all the things that Oscar Isaac threw in, like little ticks and sayings that he says that he's like he nailed being british you know and so like uh you know so it's it's a it's a certified proper british accent and everything from right. from from a from an actual brit so uh but he's just so good like the you know Stephen is a very like neurotic like timid person uh and seeing him bring that to life is pretty pretty cool now, but yeah, I, the show the show is bonkers so far. I read a rumor. Uh, first of all, Bushman's going to show up in this series, um, which is fascinating to me. Um, but uh, anyway, I read a rumor that um, Arthur Harrow, uh, which would be Ethan Hawke's character, he only appeared in one comic book uh, run of Moon Knight, and he was easily defeated. Wasn't really that important of a character. But the fact that they cast an A-list character and make him out to be a pretty significant character here, and the fact that he was uh, the previous avatar of Kanshu, what if this is Marvel's way of introducing Victor Von Doom? What, what if Arthur Harrow's character is going to become Dr. Doom? Uh, and it just kind of spun this whole uh, way they could twist it and, and make it work, make it very different. We don't know where he's from. Uh, we don't know what his backstory is. Um, and I'm just like, you know, I think that would be a really fun take because Ethan Hawke does deserve to be a bit more of just uh, the, a, a small character. He needs to be a, a very big character. And while they're kind of doing that, uh, I'm just really interested to see what they're going to do with this character. It's going to be interesting uh, to see. It's also going to be interesting to see if he, you know, if he stays Arthur Harrow or if it's actually somebody else and just, you know, mm-hmm. this is a form they're taking. And I, I don't know enough about Moon Knight's, you know, rogues gallery to know who would be a better, you know, big villain for something. But, uh, you know, this is a, I mean, it's a limited series. There's only six yep. episodes. So, I mean, uh, and honestly, you know, Marvel has a track record of even really good villains being easily defeated and never being heard from again in the MCU. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what we what we get moving forward. True. Uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to watching. I thought episode two had a lot of uh, uh, strands that they could fall down, you know. Did you scan the QR code? I didn't. I forgot to go back and do that after I uh, found out about it. But I tried to do it as I saw it. I, I paused it. Um, I'm like, Julie, there's a QR code right here. And she said, what? I'm like, look, look, there's a QR code. Marvel wouldn't throw that away. And then sure enough, nope, Marvel didn't throw that away. Uh, it was a legit, it's it's uh, uh, a moon, the first Moon Knight run. Um, Werewolf by uh, Midnight. Um, moon Knight's in there. The first. Uh, it's the first appearance of Moon Knight, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, that's cool. 
Yeah, I forgot to go back and do that. But yep, I couldn't I, get it to I scan. Something about that. Well, when I couldn't get it to scan, I just decided it wasn't that important. And then later on, I read. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I need to go back and get that to work. Yeah, that's pretty I try cool to take though. Screenshots with the iPad, and I guess uh, Disney Plus frowns on that, so every screenshot was black. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to watch it on my TV where it's a little larger and then take the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like it. What what did you and your wife think? Y'all like it? We both liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. We told our oldest, who is usually into uh, all things Marvel, we're like, dude, you need to watch this. Um, and he will, I'm sure. He'll probably wait till there's like one episode left, then watch the whole thing. He's yeah, been trying to I... watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. I never watched Breaking, but my wife did, but uh, I just never got into it. I haven't finished it. I'm like halfway through it, I think. I need to go back and finish it. But it's good. It's a really good show. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I just haven't haven't finished it yet. Uh, now, yeah, my wife and I... Movies? Have I seen any movies? Lately? Uh, uh, like, you know, maybe Morbius? I I have not. Seen Morbius? Did you get a chance to go see it before y'all headed out, or did you? I did not. Uh, we yeah. were. My excuse is I was out of town. I uh, really wanted to go see it. Um, I wanted to go see Batman again. I haven't even done that. Uh, but Morbius is not uh, not been well received. I've seen one positive review from an alliance yeah. mate. One alliance. One of our alliance mates said that he enjoyed it. Um, everyone else I've seen that has seen it said it was horrible. So, uh, our buddy Slayer, um, mm-hmm. said it's the worst Marvel movie ever made. So, like, I, I did. See, now, did you ever see the, um, uh, the uh, old Fantastic Four, uh, Roger, Roger Corman, uh, Fantastic I've never seen Four. the whole thing because I've seen enough of it to say I don't want to watch this whole thing. It's, it's on YouTube and you can yeah, watch the I whole know. thing. Um, I've never subjected myself to that because it's I, so it's bad. bad. It's yeah. it's really bad. Yeah, um, and Slayer said this was worse. I don't I don't know if that's yeah. if that could possibly be true, but and the last Fantastic Four I thought was horrible. Um, um, the the reboot that they did. Yeah the the re reboot uh, uh, yeah, because it had a, it had a reboot halfway through it. Yeah, I haven't ever watched that one either. So. I have not seen that one yet because I saw the casting and heard the plot synopsis and I was like, uh, I'm good. I, I did I'm appreciate um, uh, there was somebody out there who said when you portray um, an important character horribly in two universes, don't give up. And then it had a picture of Ron Reynolds because everybody <laughs> hated his um, what they did to his um, Deadpool and Wolverine origins, of course. And his Green Lantern is pretty much panned. I actually enjoyed both of those. Um, but at any rate, Ron Reynolds, of course, hit gold with Deadpool. Um, and so we've got Jared Leto as the Joker, which is not very well received. Some people like it. I, I didn't. Uh, not that I'm anybody significant, but I didn't. Uh, and I haven't seen Morbius yet, but... Man, his Morbius looks so good. I couldn't stand the way his Joker looked. His Morbius looks so good. So I want to see his Morbius. 
Yeah, I really want to see it, even though it's been panned horribly. I, I still would like to, to see it for myself. Uh, but all signs point to, to not so good. So, But that's not our only hope for movies. I mean, we've got Doctor Strange coming up soon. Less than a month away. Yeah, and uh, away. I think the final trailer dropped yesterday. Yeah, or I think I saw something before? about a new trailer. I didn't get a chance to, to check it out yet. but Yeah, I try to avoid multiple trailers because um, I, I want to enjoy the movie as much as possible. Uh, like, without... Sometimes um, a trailer spoils a bit of the movie. I want to just enjoy it fresh. Uh, other times, I'm like, yeah, um, you can spoil it all for me and then let me go and enjoy it. And, I, and I'm, I'm good with everything I'm seeing in there. Uh, but the Doctor Strange movie, I, I saw a news report this past week that kind of scared me slightly. Uh, and I mentioned to you, um, Sam Raimi, the director, said he's only seen four MCU movies. And that, that, that scared me. Um, yeah, did you, did you see my reply to that? Yeah, it uh, depends on which four. <laughs> well, my my immediate thoughts were, which four did he see? And then my second thought was, no, that doesn't bother me because it's Sam Raimi. And yes. like, I I love Raimi's movies. Uh, so, you know, just from a, just from the aspect of enjoying Sam Raimi's movies, I know I'm going to like the movie because it's going to be mm-hmm. a Sam Raimi movie. They, right. they all have, you know, they have their Bruce Campbell's that, are yeah which 88 delta you know, which uh you know zach and i talked about that last week the they've now confirmed a new runtime of only like 206 instead of 238 or whatever mm-hmm. was originally released so that that worries me from a bruce campbell's cameo getting cut standpoint but um you know hopefully that will survive uh, bruce uh, campbell's cameos in sam raimi movies have only been cut one time uh, yeah. And that was so. his Leonardo DiCaprio uh, old Western flick, uh, The Quick and the Dead, which I loved that movie. I thought it was fun. It had uh, Kurt Russell, uh, Gene Hackman. Uh, it was a fun movie. But Bruce Campbell had been shooting his TV series, uh, Briscoe County Junior, and he showed up. And he, he didn't really have to do anything different, but his cameo got cut. And I don't even think it made deleted scenes. I, I don't think there's any... Uh, surviving footage. Uh, he might be mentioned in the credits, but he never yeah. appears in the movie. So you know, it doesn't. It doesn't concern me a ton. Uh, I'm curious to know which four he's seen, um, just for curiosity's sake. Uh, I would assume Doctor Strange one. Well, we and, would hope, but... and hopefully the two in-game movies. Yeah. Uh, or in-game and Infinity Wars. Yeah. Um, I would hope those are three of the movies that he's seen. And if he's going to tie in and Spider-Man No Way Home, I would hope would be the fourth if there's only four, considering how connected to right. this movie that that movie was. But Right. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. I saw, I don't know if this was the same interview or if it was a different one, but I saw a quote from, from an interview, I think it was with Sam Raimi, saying that you know, this was going to be the first time that they were going to step into the other, uh, like, multiverse. Mm-hmm. Which technically would be the second time, I guess. Well, I guess that's a Sony thing, but into the Spider-Verse, I guess they... 
I guess stuff was coming into his universe. I didn't really go to a different one, but they talked about going to different universes in this movie. So that'll be uh, interesting to see and fun to see how all that works out for sure. I'm looking forward to it. And we're what? Three weeks away. Three and Uh, a half weeks. So we will see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I really enjoy Benedict Cumberbatch's. Doctor Strange, I love Wong. Wong is amazing. Wong is yes. Uh, You know, uh, looking forward to seeing. And I'm looking forward to seeing like how this connects to to No Way Home because you know in some ways it seemed like they had kind of figured some of that out by the end of No Way Home, but then we've got this this stuff happening in this movie. So, but to see how all of that works itself out for sure. Well, it's got to connect to No Way Home and to WandaVision, definitely. Um, True. Well, I mean, in the trail, which we can't trust trailers anymore, but <laughs> in the trailer, you know, Wanda specifically, you know, mentions that, you know, she was basically a pariah because of messing with things and he's considered a hero, you know. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see how all that works out. And I know. This was in a TV spot. I don't think it was the final trailer, but we saw what might be Cthon. Did you see that? Yes. The like monster thing in the temple yep. or whatever. So, be interesting if that is the case. So, I don't. We still got to see Nightmare because Nightmare was announced as the villain way long ago, uh, before yep. Sam Raimi was attached to the movie. Nightmare was the villain. They said it was going to be a horror flick. Uh, Nightmare was going to be the main villain, so I, I want to see how they're going to do it. Uh, or maybe they've decided to go a different direction since since then. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, this doesn't it doesn't always mean that this is going to happen, but in the Marvel Legends figure run that is connected to this movie, Despair is in it as well, which huh? is another Marvel villain. That doesn't mean Despair is going to be in the movie. You know, they, right. they do figure sometimes just that are connected to the characters, but uh, so that was interesting to see as well. So we'll see. We got three and a half weeks or whatever, and then we can find out for ourselves. So uh, there's another character coming to the big screen at some point. Um, and yeah. Will Poulter is getting ready for it. He he talked this week <laughs> about uh, his crazy diet and workout routine to get ready to play Adam Warlock. Um, yes. So. He wishes uh, the diet and the routine on no one. He talked about wanting yeah. to eat his furniture at one point. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, no, thanks. No, no, thanks. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so thanks for your sacrifice, Will. <laughs> I guess is what we'll say to that. Glad it's not me. Uh, uh, along, along those lines, did you see Guardians um, set a record for the most, um, the most makeup time of any movie? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it just broke the record. I think uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas um, was the current record holder for the most uh, makeup prep time. And Guardians, I don't know if it was Guardians 3 or the the Christmas special, uh, one of those just broke the record for the most uh, time in the chairs uh, for makeup. Chair. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Warlock's going to be gold. We know that. He has to be. Sure. <laughs> And then Drax and Gamora. Oh my word! There, there's so much like, yeah. There's a lot of makeup in that movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There definitely, definitely is a lot. 
And there's no telling who else could be coming. So, you know. Right. Uh, But speaking of makeup, uh, there was an image without makeup of a character in silvery robes or white robes. Uh, Did you see the Christian Bell shot as Gore? I did. And I also saw the action figure packaging and Uh action figure shots as well. And uh, people had some thoughts. (laughs) There, there's some people not, not real happy about his look. Um, I don't want to put a lot of stock in that because Uh we haven't seen the movie yet. We haven't seen the trailer yet. Digital Uh, imaging is amazing. Just let it. (laughs) Yeah, don't even worry about it. CG is amazing. Mm -hmm. Digital imaging is amazing. Marvel, we know, likes to mess with people. So, like, he could look completely different in the movie, and like, it could be blue. I mean, we had literal, completely made up scenes in multiple trailers over the last two years or three years or whatever. So, I mean, you know, uh, they've really been trying to to keep some things under wraps uh, before the movies post and are out. So, you know, look. Christian Bale is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. He's done some really, some really good stuff. Um, and so, w- this is a character that a lot of people like, and we're getting a an A list actor playing him. So, let's wait until the until the movie comes out before we complain about the the look. But at the same time, like sometimes they're going to do their own thing. Look, when they made the X Men movies, X Two was one of the best comic book movies that was made for a long time I was still mad they went with the Ultimates costumes instead of the 90s Jelly costumes yeah. okay I'm just gonna say it like but it was okay the movie was still great uh, so just cause Gore may not look exactly like what you wanted him to doesn't mean it's not gonna be a, a good a good thing so Taika hasn't let us down yet no Taika has has pumped out some really good stuff so uh, I know there are some who are concerned because uh, one thing Taika has uh, let us down with is, well, let some down with this is the trailer for Thor 4. Yes, where for uh, our uh, Thor trailer. <laughs> Did um, you see what, uh, what's their name? Was it New Rockstars or was it one of the other ones? Did you see their tweet yesterday? <laughs> it's No, I did not. It's <laughs> It said, "Confirmation: Thor, Thor Four trailer will debut at the at the release of Thor Four. <laughs> what I would love to see, uh, and I think I, I shared this the other day, would be Thor Four's trailer showing up sixty days ahead of release. And I know that's stupid late, but then give us a different TV uh, uh, teaser every day." They could easily do 60 TV uh, teasers, like 20-second teasers. And then every uh, two weeks, give us a new Thor 4 um, trailer. And I think that would just be, it would build up so much hype so quickly. And it would be amazing and awesome. And it, it would uh, it'd be something like we've never done before. Because we had Morbius stuff over a year in advance. And Morbius... I think we had Morbius before. stuff two or three years in advance. I think that movie was supposed to come out a long time ago. It, it uh, was. It was. So, uh, you know, I I could be wrong, but I fully expect that there's going to be a Thor Love and Thunder trailer uh, attached to Multiverse. Like, yeah, I, that's I what think, they're saying? 
I think it'll be before multiverse. I mean, that's that's 60 days out, basically, because uh-huh. Thor comes out in July and multiverse comes out the first week in May. So, you know, I I expect that we'll probably see a trailer when multiverse hits the theater. That's that's right. my guess. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not super concerned about it. No. Um, because it's the same team that made Thor Ragnarok, and that movie was amazing. It's so, amazing. Fun. It's it so incredible. Fun. It was fun. It's probably the one that I've rewatched the most of all of the MCU movies, except maybe the original Avengers, just because I yeah I watched it a lot when it came out. But it, so but I might, Ragnarok is so funny and so like I just love the way that Taika Waititi makes stuff, like the the colors and the. I, like I just I like the way he he makes stuff I really do so yeah I might not make friends with this but I don't think Thor three um, Ragnarok was a good it wasn't it wasn't bad movie it, it was definitely one of my favorite of the Thor movies uh, but it wasn't like a like a um, I don't know it wasn't like a, a it was a solid hit okay I'll say that it was a solid hit. It is one of the most rewatchable of all the movies, though, uh, of all the Marvel movies. I-, I could sit down and watch that one anytime and just laugh and enjoy it. But it, to me, it's not like it's not one of the best Marvel movies. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I don't have any ill will towards it. I don't have any ill will towards it. I don't have any dislike of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's not to me. It's not one of the best um it, it's not like a a uh, captain america 2 um yeah. that's it's fair not, i it, you know i'm biased because i one of my favorite story arcs is planet hulk and they uh-huh. basically turned ragnarok into planet hulk borrowed a lot from it. So, you know they borrowed a lot because you know because of the uh the rights with i guess is it universal that owns the rights to hulk or yes. some I think it's universal, yep. you know, because of the rights thing, they can't make a Hulk movie, like outright make one. So Taika mm-hmm. Waititi just said, okay, this is Thor Ragnarok, but half the movie is planet Hulk basically, so, right. you know, that was uh, brilliant. yeah, it, it is. And that, that's one of the reasons I love it. And so I, I mean, I'm a little biased cause I love that story so much. Um, right. but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely one of the most rewatchable movies for sure. Whether you, yes, think it's one of the best or not it's definitely one of the most rewatchable just because it's a fun movie like it's just a super fun movie so yep i'm a big fan of it so so you know i'm not super concerned about not having a trailer i think it's weird we haven't seen basically anything but i'm not concerned (laughs) about it i think think it's weird that they've already started the press tour with no press Uh, they, they have no media to show for the movie but Hemsworth yes. and Taika. And, and come, come to our media junket. We're not going to uh-huh. show any media, but come to it anyway. Yeah. Um, Take a which, picture of my swole muscles. Well, I mean, <laughs> if anyone if anyone can carry a media tour with no media, it's uh, Hemsworth and Taika <laughs> Waititi. So, uh, yes. Yes. So, you know, uh, I'm not super concerned about that. I want him to drop a Korg, um, a Korg video talking about the trailer. Before yeah, the trailer comes be, out, that would be amazing. If like Korg a Korg reaction video or something. Yeah, Korg and Deadpool can sit on the couch and talk about the trailer that we're going to see. And 
man, it would just be so amazing that it would continue to build the hype and continue to build. Uh, oh, man, it would just give us Korg yeah, and Deadpool that, talking about it. Yeah, that would be that would be cool, actually. All right. Well, well you said you wanted to see the Batman again. And yes, I do. You're going to be able to soon. And I'm yes. planning to watch it as soon as it drops. So uh, less than a week from now, as we record, mm-hmm. uh, the Batman is going to be on HBO Max. So Woo-hoo. it was originally supposed to drop the 19th. It's now dropping on the 18th, which is mm-hmm. six day days <laughs> as we record. So Right, right. Uh, I'm super stoked to watch it again. I loved this movie, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to watch it again. So uh, if you haven't seen it and you have access to HBO Max, then you can sit down and watch it. And if you don't have HBO Max, it's going to be on HBO just a couple of days after that. So, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I cool. think it's a, a week later on HBO. Oh, okay. Cool. I had yeah. not heard that, but that's mm-hmm. awesome. Now, you mentioned some nerdy TV show goodness. I did. Uh, um, so, this has been two years in the waiting, but the other day, uh, I jumped on Amazon Prime to try to find something to watch. And saw that there was a season two of a show called Upload. Uh, and I was so excited because I didn't know we were getting a second season of Upload. So uh, the first season came out in 2020. And my wife and I watched it. And it is so stinking funny. So Upload stars uh, Robbie Amell, which is, if you're a nerdy DC TV fan, uh, Stephen Amell is the man mm-hmm. who played Arrow, Arrow. but Oliver on Arrow. Arrow. Uh, Robbie is his little brother, and Robbie also played Firestorm on the first season of Legend or first episode of Legends, and on uh, Flash. I think yes. it, I think it was Flash that he was on. Anyway, he was Firestorm, uh, who ended up in the first episode of Legends, or maybe it was on Flash. I can't remember. He's the one that no, it was on Legends. Uh, He's the one that merged with uh, other kid who became Firestorm. I can't remember what his name is. The the black kid on Legends of Tomorrow. I can't remember what his name is. But uh, Robbie was uh, the girl from The Flash. Her boyfriend. He was Firestorm, and he was like having a nuclear meltdown thing. And anyway, yeah. all that stuff. So. If you've watched those shows. Anyway, so he plays a computer programmer on this show. uh, And he is in a car wreck and die is basically dying. And so his uh, girlfriend uploads him into this computer base. And so basically in this world, it's in the future. And there's this world where you can upload your consciousness into these computer banks. And basically, it's like a digital, you know, afterlife. So, uh, and so if all the rich people go to this place called Lakeview, which is like this big fancy country club thing. Uh, And then, like, there's a section that they call the, I think it's called Two Gig or something like that. That's like where the poor people go. And they only have, like, they only have so much data unless their families that are still alive pay more money. So, like, once they've used all that data, then they're frozen until their family pays more money to this company to to allow them to, like, be active again. Uh, But it's by the same guy who created the American version of The Office. 
Uh, and he's also BJ behind. Do was what? It, was that was that BJ Novak? No, his name is Greg something. He's like the. He was like the producer or head writer or something. BJ Novak helped write the office, I right. think. But uh, this guy's name is Greg something. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway, he also is behind Space Force for Netflix. Daniels? Greg Daniels? Yeah, maybe. I think that's right. Uh, so he's oh. also in charge of Space Force on Netflix, the Steve yes. Carell show. Which I haven't watched so, yet. The no, reason we watched for the first season, it's it's got its moments. It, it's got okay. some funny stuff. Um, John Malkovich's character is hilarious. Uh, but uh, he's also in charge of that show, so that's why it takes so long for the seasons of Upload to get made, because he's also working on this other show. So it took two years for the second season of Upload to come out. But uh, anyway, so it's technically a comedy. It's more of a dark comedy, like... Because there's this whole, as it goes, there's there's this conspiracy and there's these weird things happening. And uh, I would encourage people to watch it. It's, I love it. It's hilarious. Um, I, I think it's very very funny, um, and it's a very intriguing story for sure. So uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And I hope that season three happens because it ended on a cliffhanger again. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's an Amazon Prime original show. So, if you have Amazon Prime, I would encourage you to to check that show out. Uh, and then last night, uh, my wife went to a women's event for, for our church. So they had a women's outing thing. So I was taking care of the kids, and uh, I sent the kids to bed. Well, I sent our daughter to bed, and then I was holding our son, uh, and he was asleep. And I watched the first episode of the IT Crowd, which, if you never watched, is a hilarious show. A British TV show about an IT department at this company. Right. Uh, but it was so funny. I didn't. I wanted to let my wife watch the first episode and see if it was something she was interested in watching, so that we could watch it together. Because I laughed out loud the whole time the first episode was playing. Anyway, so. Um, I turned that show off because I wanted to see if my wife wanted to watch it with me. Uh, but I decided to go back to Doctor Who. Uh, so several years ago, I started watching the reboot, which started in 2005 with Christopher Eccleston, who is also an MCU alum. Uh, he played Malekith in mm -hmm. Thor 2. Um, mm -hmm. So when... Uh, Craig T. Davies became the showrunner on this reboot of Doctor Who. Christopher Clusen was the first Doctor, or the ninth Doctor, technically, I think. Uh, and then after the first season, David Tennant took over as the, the tenth Doctor. Uh, and then at the end of season two, they have this, this ending of him and his companion, Rose. And I was so like, because I didn't know going in that Rose was going to be leaving or anything. I was so like devastated by that because I enjoyed that relationship so much that I was like, eh, I don't know if I can keep watching this show right now. And so I just dropped it and stopped watching it. Uh, but yesterday I was like, you know what? I think I think the wounds have healed. I, th I think I can I think I can finally move on. So, uh, so last night I started watching season three of 
the Doctor Who uh, reboot. Um, so uh, I'm about, I think I watched three episodes last night. Um, so David, have you ever have you ever watched Doctor Who or gotten into Doctor Who? Is that something that's come across oh, your radar? Uh, yeah, I watched like some of the old, old, old original Doctor Who, mm-hmm. the old old guy who was it, and I I enjoyed it. I love the theme. Oh my word, the theme was just like uh, so classic and 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 cool. But I never really like felt compelled to watch it all. So excited about this next thing. Uh, and so I'm gonna have to go ahead and yes. lose some nerd points. That's okay. <laughs> and and let you know that I have only seen the first episode of Stranger Things. Oh my word! Yeah, you're you're gonna lose some nerd points with me. Uh, as a child of the '80s, you need to get caught up. So yeah. just about two hours ago, Stranger Things announced uh, the date and dropped a trailer. Uh, at least I think this is the first time they're announcing the date as of May 27th. Stranger Things 4 Volume 1 is going to drop. And um, they also added a trailer. There was a teaser that had dropped a couple months ago, but now we have an official trailer. And it looks spooky. It looks intense. All these kids have grown up now, so they're kind of allowed to go spooky with it. Um, it's It's really gearing up for a big, major battle. Uh, the individuals who had been the bad guys uh, before, not really the bad guys, but the government uh, um, um, lab individuals are now coming to uh, Eleven and the rest of the gang for help. And it just looks so intense and amazing. And, oh, I'm excited. Um, you need to go back and watch the series. Yeah, it's fun, so good. They're amazing. So um, several years ago, I went to Waco to see if hang out with a friend of mine. I had a job interview, uh, and I went to his house, and he showed me the first episode, and I loved it. It was incredible. I was like, "This, this is the greatest thing ever." But I really wanted to watch it with my wife, and so. I was waiting to our time that we could watch together. And then she was in a place where she wasn't really sure if she wanted to watch something like that. And then we just started watching other things. And so I just never have made it back to it, but it's, it's on my list of things to, to watch for sure. Uh, you're talking about them, the kids growing up. Yeah. Like I saw what's her name, Bobby something or something, something, Bobby, something Bobby, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the <laughs> yeah. girl that plays Eleven. Yeah. Uh, I saw her I on like, a red carpet for something, and they were talking about her, and I didn't realize it was her. Like, uh, was Lily like, Bobby oh, Brown. Wow. Lily, yeah, Lily that's Bobby it. Brown. Lily, Lily Bobby Brown, that's her name. Yes. I, I know it's something Bobby something. Uh, <laughs> Turn me off. Uh, but uh, I saw her on like a red carpet thing for an mm-hmm. award show or for a movie premiere or something. Uh, and I didn't even realize it was her at first. I was like, who, what, who is that? Cause I didn't, they just said the name and I was like, I don't know who that is. And then I, I was like, Oh, that's yeah. Cause you know, there's something about depending on what age you are, like sometimes in a short span of time, which I mean, that shows the first season came out a long time ago now, but mm-hmm. like some some people don't change at all in large amounts of time. And some people change drastically in very short frames of time. 
Right. You know? <laughs> so it's it's always interesting to see. Um, you know, we we went back to to New Mexico for my wife's high school twenty um, year class reunion a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, and like all the dudes look substantially older than the girls do. <laughs> like, like men just don't age well on the whole. Like, the men all look like they were in their 60s. And, you know, they're all, I mean, they're all in their early 40s. But the men just look old. Like, really old. And, like, their wives look like they're, you know, early 30s or whatever. Uh, so it's just, sense. like, people people age differently. Uh, so it was, it was funny to see. But it's like, you know, they all look think, the same. Like all the I think dudes. Hollywood are says the exact in. opposite. Uh, I know, I think right? That's what Hollywood says. Well, Hollywood's a liar. We all know that. So, yes. all righty. Um, so let's jump over and talk about some quasi-retirement going. I feel like every time I get I on Twitter, or something, I see I you talking about doing something. So I haven't have fought you, a single have fight. You retired this better. Yeah, every time oh, I've not a single fight this this month. I haven't. Uh, oh, I've go. opened up every day. I've, I've opened it up every day and claimed, uh, you know, my login rewards. Yeah. Um, I haven't done a single rift. I haven't done a single. Not even like easy, just like auto fight playthrough, uh, the basic stuff. I haven't done squat, and kind of nice. Uh, I I did not. Um, so maybe a. I don't even think I've finished a playthrough of the of last month's. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look at my titles and see if I explored anything or not. I don't think I did. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely shifted a lot more into retirement. Uh, and it's yeah. nice. It's nice. People still ping me and ask me questions about rank ups and stuff. And uh, that's charming. Um, but with new characters coming, I'm going to quickly, I guess, get outpaced on being able to answer those questions because I really have no clue about characters and how they play from the last several months. Yeah. The last uh, new character so... I got was Null. Anyway, you just mentioned that uh, Rifts are back. So we're getting mm-hmm. to, to do the old Rift rift business again. Um, for those of you that are not familiar, this is a relatively short side quest thing. Um, I think it's one energy of towel, and then uh, the the rewards are random. Uh, but there's also a item that you can pick up called a they're called lock picks this time because of black cat um, that lets you choose your reward. Uh, and honestly, they're they're not bad. Like I did the legendary the first day, I did all my runs of it, and it's you know, uh, you know my roster's my roster's getting more developed now. I've got several R threes and several R twos, um, so they weren't they weren't bad at all. The difficulty's pretty pretty manageable. Um, you know, if you got got a diverse roster, you can uh, have a couple of counters for things. Um, I have a I have a team put together now that can cover most most things um so i i was taking in ghost wasp falcon and then magneto and torch 
because I figure that that covers most of the most of the things I would need. Um, so I, they're not bad. I might have to try something at some point. I just it ain't going to happen this week. I mean, it's um, it's a pretty important week for us in the ministry. Yeah, um, Easter, and I'm is a lot a so. billion things on my plate uh, yeah, this week. Sure. So uh, I might have to give the riffs a run. How many riffs can you do in a day? All of them? You can do all of them if you want to. You get seven entries for each difficulty. All right. And I think they reset every week. I think so. Okay. Um, hmm. But you can definitely auto fight the two lower ones if you want to bother with those uh you definitely need to come in though because uh we're getting a whole month of this now instead of just on april fool's day big heads are back oh sweet i love the so, big heads. uh it's not every champ but it's it's quite a few and they're they're a blast to see um ghosts ghost looks ridiculous uh champion and Aegon are both fun because you know they have the big like like Champion has his ponytail and Aegon has the like feathery thing on the top of his helmet. So it's like flopping around behind them. It's super fun to, to I would see. imagine Dragon Man and Mangog uh both uh are crazy too. Because they have you know, giant I haven't, I haven't taken them in, so I don't know if they are I don't know if they have Big Head or not. There's a few champs that don't. Um some of the some of the ones that I've seen haven't. Uh, like clairvoyant doesn't and somebody else doesn't mysterio doesn't either but mysterio has like giant hands instead i think if i remember correctly so so he looks like super tiny and then has big hands uh, so definitely worth jumping in just to see uh some of those they're pretty pretty funny uh so uh black cat is out uh, yeah, she's out, she's out for the. Uh, she has early access out, and the CCP embargo dropped. Uh, and she's looking pretty good, pretty good. Um, our buddy Marco has a video of him taking down uh, Labyrinth Red Hulk in hmm. a amount of time that is plum ridiculous. Uh, everyone should check that video out. Uh, Obviously, like that's an ideal matchup for her. It's class advantage, and she excels in in fights with high now, health pools. And I mean, that's a six star rank four. Uh, I think so. I think okay. it was six star rank four. I didn't pay super close attention to what it was. I think that's what it was. Um, but I told like after he after I watched it, I was like, well, looks like she's gonna be the first one to get rebalanced in this new champ thing that Kabam came out with. Uh, and he said that he has already talked to the uh, development team and the the creators and stuff and that she's he's working exactly the way she's supposed to and it's not they don't consider it to be overpowered. And I was like, okay, well, that nice. that looks amazing. So, uh, you know, it's it's class advantage and, you know, all all it's all the ideal scenario, but still he just ripped through this red hog. It's it's a sight to see. Um, so she looks she looks super fun. After I watched her deep dive, I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Uh, so I'm looking forward to to getting her at some point. Uh, I of course got a three star out of the one 
sigil crystal that I bought with for her, or the first early access cav or whatever. Uh, the 300 units that I dropped, I of course got a three star because that's how that usually works. <laughs> but um, she seems fun. Uh, she, she, I think, is going to be a good a good addition. Scorpion, I can't really tell yet. Um, I'm interested to see some of the CCP videos once that embargo drops. Um, he has a he has a mechanic like um, Mordo and Black Widow Deadly Origins have, where like he like evade ev- thing, like where he evades and does something to you. Okay. Scorpion has one of those. Um, okay, he doesn't he doesn't have it all the time. Uh, I think it's connected to one of his other like charges he gets or something. Um, mm-hmm. But when I've been fighting the cab boss, I keep forgetting about it and I get hit by it for once in a while. But um, I can't really tell. His specials are kind of hard to his his special one is very hard to dex. It covers a lot of ground, and I haven't quite figured out the timing for dexing it yet. But gotcha. but he's metal and he bleeds, so he's magneto food. So. <laughs> So that's good. Beautiful. Um, but in CAVIQ, I've just been blocking his specials and then parry heavying until I get a special three and then just dashing back until the bleeds kill him instead of trying to figure out how to dex everything. Like, uh, I've got enough health. I'll just block everything. So, <laughs> But yeah, so they're both, they're both looking solid. Uh, I love their designs. I think they're really cool looking. So we have some new goodies in the game. Uh, we get, or some of us do, if you if you pony up the cash. Uh, there's new Citrus Store stuff uh, that yeah. started started yesterday. Uh, let me. If you tell me Weapon up. Flex is now in there, I might have to do something different. Weapon Flex is not in there yet. All right, I'm good. <laughs> let me jump in the Citrus Store so I can say what the new stuff is. Come on. Stop it. Auto fight. Stop. Sorry, I was auto running a quest and it won't let me stop it. There we go. All right. Black Eyes on Market. Uh, I'm going to say everything that I have. I don't remember what symbol is which, so I don't know what's Thronebaker and what's not. But I guess the pink triangle is Cav, right? I got no clue. Let me hold on. Let me go to the. Let me go to the progress bar thing so I can Let see. Let me open the which. game. No, I got it. I got it. I got uh-huh, it. I'm good. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. Okay. The blue one is Thronebreaker. The pink one is Cavalier. The silver one's Uncollected. The gold one's Conqueror. Okay. I'm good now. All right. So, uh, any level of summoner can buy a three star hero crystal for 10 of the sigil tokens and a four star for 20 tokens. And then if you are uncollected, no, uh-huh. un- sorry, the one below, uncollected, um, you can buy a five-star crystal. What is a sigil health potion? I'm about to get to that. Oh, my uh, You word. can buy a five-star crystal for 54 tokens, and then if you are, um, which one is that? Sorry, I just forgot the things again. If you're Conqueror, you can buy the five-star crystal. If you are uncollected, you can buy a six-star crystal for 120 tokens. Mm. And then have 
Sorry, that's not Cab, that's Thronebreaker. Thronebreaker can buy six-star shards uh, for... I don't remember what the price was. I think it's five-star shards. But I don't remember what... And it won't let me click on it because I've already bought them. But So it's uh, a thousand five-star shards for 300 six-star yeah, shards? That's what it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm um, looking at that right now. Yeah. And then Thronebreaker can buy Alliance War Boost and Champion Boost for 10k gold. Uh-huh. And then the new th- one of the new things is this Sigil Potion. So the Sigil Potion restores 25,000 health to a champion. Yeah. Uh, so, and you can buy one every month, I think. I think the purchase limit's once a month, but... Uh, the cost is different depending on what it's a potion cost, but it's different depending on which level of potion you do. So, thirty yeah. level one potions, twenty five level two potions, ten level three potions, three level four potions, or one level five potion will get you one of these potions. You can only buy one a month, uh, but well, it's you can buy one, two, three, four, five. Well, a month. yeah, yeah, you could buy five a month, I guess, because you mm-hmm. can use the different levels of potion. Right. But, uh, but it restores only... twenty five thousand health. So. Yeah, that's that's a good chunk. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, oh. And then they have the new uh, catalyst trade in, so yes, you can trade in uh, tier three basics for tier two, tier one alphas. You can trade in tier four basic, or no, sorry, one tier five basic for three tier two alphas. You can hmm. trade in a tier one alpha for a fourth of a tier two alpha. You can trade in three or six. Skill tier three catalyst for a tier four basic. You can trade in uh, tier threes for tier four basic fragments. Uh, you can also trade in three tier two alphas for one T five B. You can buy uh, tier five basic fragments with tier four uh, basic catalysts. Uh, and then the one that I've already taken advantage of, you can buy, you can trade in tier four class catalyst crystals, the ones that give you a full class catalyst. You can trade some of those in for tier five 2% crystals. Uh, and then you can trade in the 2% crystals. I think it's two of them. You can buy a tier five class catalyst 5% selector. So. Mm. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, some new new things to take advantage of in the sigil yeah. store. Uh, so something to do with those tokens. I don't know how many tokens I have right now. Can't remember. I have thirty five, but I have I let my sigil expire a long time ago now. Yeah, I just duped my uh, sigil witch the other day, so I used which one? The six star. Okay. I have a duped six star now. So, so Thank I just you. I just spent 160 the other day to do that. So, uh, so anyway, there's the new sigil store stuff. Uh, there's also new glory store prices. Um, there's like the mid season update. Uh, of course, we have the new AQ potions that have been a testy subject amongst the high tier players. Uh, but the big thing for me, for most people, I think they changed the cost of the five percent T5 crystal. That's in the glory store from fifteen hundred glory to three hundred. So, and you can buy two of them now hmm. every week. So, 
Oh wow. I think I think it's every week. Uh so you can definitely get more T five um catalyst frag class catalyst frags now with your glory. Uh they did some adjusting with the tier five B and stuff too. I don't remember exactly what the changes are. Uh, I think they increased the purchase limit and I think they might have lowered the cost some on the different fragments. So uh, so, you know, glory, you can spread your glory around a little differently now. Uh, the prices are a little better. Uh, so that's exciting to see. Yeah, I'm looking. Well. The thing that I'm excited about, and it's actually gotten me to, for once, hoard my crystal shards, which has not been easy for me to do in the past. They are going to be updating uh, the basic pool soon. Trying to see. Mm -hmm. I thought I had that email saved, but apparently I don't. Um, some champs that have been very rare and hard to find and hard to get are going to be coming to the basic pool. Uh, I think next week is when it changes. Uh, so, OG Scarlet Witch, uh, Five Star Wolverine, Black Bolt, and a bunch of other camps that are rare and only were available in certain crystals and stuff like that are going to be joining the basic pool. Uh, so I am hoarding my five-star shards because I need a five-star black bolt um, that I can dupe and take to SIG 200. Um, I would rather have a dupe six-star at 200, but that's a pipe dream. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to say five-star shards to try and get uh, Blybolt and Wolverine. Honestly, I would love to have Wolverine as well. Um, I already have a duped uh, OG Scarlet Witch at five star, uh, but definitely what Blybolt and Wolverine. So I'm gonna board crystals and try to try to get those two, especially Blybolt because he is one of my favorite characters and I want him very badly. So understandable. Uh, and then, so Kabam released their changes to the uh, much maligned uh, Alliance War potion change. Uh, it's still not uh, satisfactory for a lot of the high-end players, but they have uh, increased the amount of loyalty you get from war fights, war wins, and defeats. Uh, and they have lowered the potion cost and raised the purchase limit. Uh, I think the super high-level players are still not super happy about it. I'm hoping that it's not going to be too big of a deal for me, because we run one group and we're super casual about war, so it's not going to affect our alliance very much. Uh, but the super high-tier players are are pretty upset about it still, I think, which is understandable. Um, right. They're pumping a lot more stuff into it than some of the rest of us are. But at yeah. the same time, but at the same time, like. You know, we can't cater everything to the super high-end competitive players either. You know, uh, there's, you know, for every person that's vocal on Twitter and complains about stuff and everyone that's, you know, a super high-tier player and complains about stuff and how it affects them, there's, you know, three, four, or five summoners somewhere else playing the game that we never hear from that are not on Twitter, that are not raising a stink about every, you know. Yeah, I, I'm being conservative. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people <laughs> play the game. Right. I, I don't know what the actual ratio is, but for every Twitter complainer, there's probably, you know, 
five, 10, 15, 20 more players that are just playing the game and not, not getting on Twitter to complain or be grateful or either one, you know, this, I mean, there's so many people that play the game outside of, you know, our content creator community and our Twitter community that, right. That complain about stuff. So, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens from here. Well, I, I know that there's still players giving feedback about it and stuff. Uh, so we'll see if they make any more changes to it before the next season starts. And we'll go from there, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It is what it is. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. So I, I'm enjoying it, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you like I am? I'm not talking about not playing the game. I mean, are you actually getting to enjoy the extra free time you have? Because it doesn't sound like you have any extra free time, even though you've quit the game from heard lately. <laughs> I think it's because the game was cutting into the things I needed to be doing. And so I'm doing the things I needed to be doing now without distractions from the game. So, yeah, I, I think I can say I, I am enjoying it a bit more. I, I hate the phrase that the game feels like a, a job. Um, yeah. But now that I'm kind of on the other side, I get it. I I I really see how how it is a job for certain players. Um, I know there are consequences if I don't uh, do my job, for lack of better terms. If I don't if I don't uh, show up. Uh, or whatever those consequences uh, sometimes are mimicked in the gaming community yeah not as severe obviously Um, but when you get if you were booted from your alliance and you have friends there and it's been something that you've been a part of for a long time which i was not booted from my alliance i left uh, and i left on good terms um but I know that would be hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I really am enjoying not playing. Um, things like, hey, look at the new stuff in the Sigil store, or the Glory store. That's really appealing, honestly. Um, and I, I'm glad for the players that are there. I hope they take advantage of it, uh, especially the lower costs on the Tier 5B and the, uh, the Tier 2 Alphas. That's Those are nice. Yeah. But, I just don't care um, for myself. Uh, so I'm not back to playing or anything like that. Yeah, that's understandable. Alrighty. Well, I guess I'll talk a little bit about my pulls and rank ups since you don't mm-hmm. have any. Yep, none. I have none. Uh, so, last, so I've been shaving my five star shards, but I did buy one of the discounted featured crystals yesterday because it had reset uh, and I got Craven. So I was super excited about Sweet. that. Um, Craven has been one of my most wanted champs for a long time. Like to join the game, so when he joined in December, I was super stoked. So glad I pulled him last night. Um, let's see who have I ranked up recently. I um, took my five star Penny Parker to R five. I don't remember if I've said that on the show or not. Um, and then who else did I rank? Oh, this last level up, I. Um. Well, I leveled up to 125 my new six-star Star-Lord that I just got. Um, 
when I ran the rifts, I used my lockpick to get the big chunk of six star shards, and I got Star Lord out of that six star crystal. Um, so step one complete. Now I just have to <laughs> dupe him <laughs> and pump six stones into a third tech champion I have that needs six stones. So that'll be fun. Uh, or fourth, if you count Nim. Oh, I don't have six star Nimrod. So, but I've got Ghost and Guardian who both. Ghost is working without any more SIGs. I'd like to have more, but it's not the end of the world. Um, but Guardian, I'd really like to have more SIGs in. So, uh, But, you know, Star-Lord still hits like a truck, even just at rank one. So, Yeah, he does. Uh, I ranked up my uh, six-star Black Widow Deadly Origins to rank two the other day. Um, so I think that's the the newest rank up that I have. Um, and then I don't think I've pulled anybody else because I stopped opening stuff because I was waiting for these new new champs to enter the basic pool. But uh, Dragon's up to a ridiculous amount of shards she is hoarding. I can't remember who she's waiting to join the basic pool, but uh, she's, she's been hoarding for a while. I can't remember who she's waiting on. but uh, So... You know, uh, that's who I've ranked up recently. Uh, I have a whole list of people I want to rank up, which keeps being more five stars instead of six stars, which I was kind of ready to move on to focusing on six stars, but I keep pulling the champs that I want to rank up as five stars instead. So, you know, I understand that. I guess I'm going to rank some five stars up again. Uh, but, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. So. Alrighty, I guess we'll wrap it up for this week. Um, unless you got something else you want to talk about. No, I think I'm good, man. Uh, it's yeah, it's all good. All right. Sounds good. Well, you can check us out on Anchor.fm slash Pastors Assemble, or you can catch either one of us on Twitter. I'm at Pastor Coco Two, and David is at Sinister Minister without the E's. Um, that means leave the E out of Sinister and Minister, not. Sinister Minister without the E's. That that'd be an awkward Twitter handle. That's not, yeah, not what it is. It's too long. And that's too long. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll let you do that. Uh, yeah. but uh you can reach out to us there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh if you have ideas about stuff you want us to talk about, if you uh are a content creator and want to be a guest on the show, you can reach out to us. Uh I've reached out to a couple. Uh as soon as we can figure out the scheduling of recording, we'll have a few guests. Um and I'll let you know about those in the future. Uh, but uh, we enjoyed being with y'all this week. Uh, David, you want to pray for us and we'll get out of here? Yeah, let's pray. Gracious Lord, as we come before you this week, um, Lord, I, I just, I recognize that it is what we call Holy Week. And Father, there are individuals who might be sensitive to your word, uh, to your will, and I pray that that my brothers and sisters all over the world that um, uh, listen to this or don't listen to this would be sensitive to your spirit, uh, to his leading, and that we would share the gospel, we would share the good news, because this week, uh, above all others, is a week for uh, pausing and remembering what Christ has done for us, uh, not just on the cross, but uh, through the resurrection. 
And Lord, I pray that others would come to know him and your kingdom would increase. Father, I thank you for an opportunity to to geek out about some stuff that um, we enjoy on this side of eternity. But Father, I truly hope and pray that we have a longing and a desire for what's on the other side of eternity. Father, may your story be written through us. Pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Have a happy Easter. Peace out. Be blessed.